Caldwell's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, 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 and welcome, everyone. Welcome to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your guide, and your coach for the week. Thank you for joining. I really, really appreciate your presence here. I say hello, welcome, and good morning. Yes, good morning. No matter what time of day you're listening to this, no matter where you are in the world, if you're listening to the things that we're saying, then you are simply and literally waking up, waking up to your true life. So I say good morning to you. Welcome to True Life Academy. Uh, I hope this past week has been an amazing week for you. And in order to make it that way, uh, if you've lived in these three ways, if you've lived with an attitude of gratitude, if you've lived with thanks in your heart, no matter what's happened in your life, always be thankful. And I know that's difficult at times. I've had some, uh, some friends go through some really tough times this week. And uh, the one thing that I mentioned to them was, all the things that they need to be grateful for. It didn't say that they needed to be grateful for, but ask them what they were grateful for. And it seems to at least shift the energy, the mindset around what is truly, truly wonderful and beautiful about the life that we live, even though we go through challenges and, and uh, uh, struggles at time. The second thing is to give. Give when you can. You know, giving is a two-way street. When you're giving, you're receiving at the same time because we're all one. So what wouldn't you want to give to yourself? <laughs> well, give to someone else. It's the very same thing. And then thirdly, because you have this gift, this power to choose, no one can ever take that away from you. They can take everything else away from you. They can take your, your money away, your job away, your material things. They can even take parts of your family away. But at the end of the day, you always have the choice, the choice of how you're going to think, the choice of how you're going to feel. You have the choice to be happy. So, but... The one thing I want to just advise you around choice is if it comes from a place of love, you'll never have any regrets. So love first and then choose. So be thankful. Give when you can. Love first and then choose. Now, if you've lived your life this way in the past week, then I know you have had an amazing week and you have made an amazing week for the people around you. So again, I bid you a welcome, good morning, and thank you for joining. Tonight, we have a very special guest that's joining us. And she's really going to help us really live into that. She's going to give us some ways to live into those, those tenets, if you will, in a very special way. And, and I, I just want to introduce her to you right now. Uh, her name is Wendy Freer. Wendy is an expert in helping people sustain their health and success through proper energy management. She teaches meditation, creating sacred space and stress management. Wendy believes that meditation is not just about relaxation, but it's also about focus, clarity, and awakening. 
you know, most of the people that that Wendy helps fall into one of two categories. You know, people who want to make a change or or improve a specific area of their life, like career or relationship or or health. And then there are people who have a life that looks quite good on the outside, but something inside doesn't feel completely satisfied. This dissatisfaction often feels like a, a little itch in the background of their life that makes it more difficult to fully appreciate their accomplishments and can sometimes make it hard to feel deeply connected to others. Simply put, a feeling of emptiness or longing is present and the sense of fulfillment and purpose is missing, but there's no apparent reason why. So today, Wendy is here to talk with us about meditation for health and and awakening and inspiration. Wendy, say hello to our audience. Thank you so much for joining. Hi, Clarence. I am so happy to be here with you tonight. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, I'm so I'm so, I'm glad you're here because the things that you uh, specialize in, that that you work on, are are all the things that we really need to have in our lives. We get so wrapped up in in our career, in our finances, in our relationships, in our health. But there's this underlying thing that allows us to be successful in all of those areas that that uh, keep us from running through the hamster reel of, of every one of those areas. And, and I think you've hit it on the head here. So I'd like to hear more about that as we go through uh, this, this conversation. Yeah, great. Love to share. Well, certainly um, I want to make sure that people get a, a clear understanding of, of what we're going to talk about. But more importantly, who... Who's going to share this information with us? Now, I did, I did read part of your bio, and, and uh, I want to get a, a clearer view of, of you. What brought you to this work, and, and why is this work important to you? Yeah, um, you know, the, my journey has been a long one, and it has not ended. And my life continues to bring me to this work over and over and over again. So I just have to say the the things that you brought up at the beginning, you know, waking up, uh, you know, awakening, gratitude, choice. As you were speaking, I was like, oh, my God, that's that's it. That's really it. I'm so aligned with those things. And and over and over again, I think that's what's brought me back to my path to this, the choice of this journey that I've that I've taken and made. Um. And, you know, it started a long time ago. Like, I I kind of think this is just the way I came. You know, the way I, I, what I, what I came into the world with was this amazing sense of curiosity and wonder. Uh-huh. And it's just brought me um, to these places where, you know, I've, I've enjoyed meditation. I've enjoyed this ability to awaken my senses, become more curious. Um, through my meditation, I actually am more and more grateful for my life and the the environment around us. Um, the process has been a long one and a beautiful one that I am incredibly grateful for. And I think I would choose this same thing again and again. Um, so... Yeah, it's, you know, and, and even 
I remember even back in junior high, you know, as a, I don't know, seventh, eighth grader, I was so curious about things and searching for answers. And I was one of those kids that was always reading, you know, like those life after life books or, you know, the, you know, near death experience books. And I just, you know, I, it was like, I just needed to know there were questions that people weren't answering for me. And I had, I, I was eating mm. up, you know, whatever knowledge I could get my hands on. So, wow. yeah. Wow. That, you know, that's pretty interesting that you say that because as, as you were talking about reading um, and being curious about, you know, life after life, if you will, and, and what really happens, the lessons that you learn and the things that you discover uh, obviously help you in life during life, not just after life, but during life, correct? Totally. I believe 100% that the the tools and the skills that would help somebody have a good death are the same tools and skills that would help somebody have an exceptional life. Mm. And so there really is, I think within that is the sense of awakening. It's like, I don't need to wait till I die. I want to experience things now that, um, you know, that I might experience at the time of my death as well. Like simple things like, you know, opening, you know, like you were saying in your introductory that, you know, sometimes you have a really hard time or you go through something really challenging. And it's like to open and really embrace the pain um, or the challenge and not let yourself close down because of the challenge, but to, to really let yourself open up. There's an ability to receive so much more yes. when we open. And, yeah. and you know, that's a, that's a choice. There's a choice to, to block things off or there's a choice to open up. And I, I really do feel like that's a, an essential skill for life. But I also believe at the time of death, like there's an opening. Mm-hmm. And you you want to follow that opening to kind of bring yourself back to yourself. Yes, yes. You know, it's interesting you say that since um, we do go through a lot of challenges in our lives. And uh, so we sometimes, and I'll just speak for myself, um, have a tendency to to feel the uh, the low level energy. And I'll, I'll, I'll call it that, but, but it shows up in a different way, we call it pain sometimes, internal pain. Um, but it's a low level of energy that we feel or pain that we feel. And it's almost as if we're putting our hand over fire and it, and it burns and it hurts. And so e- immediately we want to we get away from it. We want to take our hand away from it. So we block uh, our ability to feel that pain. But internally, we, con- we, we almost have to feel it and go through it and experience it and come out of the other side. And that's difficult for us because we haven't really been taught to do that. Yeah, we have not been taught to do that in our society. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely not. But that really is the key. I think what you said is exactly uh, what I feel, is that to be able to embrace it, go through it, and get to the other side is, is there's such a reward on the other side of that opening. Yes. Um, I feel really strongly about that as well, yeah. Right. So do you see that as, as being a part of who we're really meant to be, kind of our, our true nature, our true self? I feel like the opening leads us to our true nature. Uh-huh. I mean, the, the, our true nature really doesn't get damaged by, by emotional or physical pain. It's, it really 
has a way of um, filling us up mm-hmm. so that we're not easily infiltrated by the things that we think might hurt. You know, it's like in that fullness of spirit, yes. there's a strength and a courage that comes with that and a softness at the same time and a vulnerability. And they all bring us to these really um, beautiful states of being. Yes. Ah. I love the way you put that. Oh, I like that. We're going to have a great conversation tonight. I can just feel it already. So thanks. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Wendy Freer will tell us more about how to get to that higher self and maybe use a tool, meditation, as a way of getting there. So we'll be back right after these messages. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. How's your job going these days? Stop the frustration with your career. Give yourself the advantage in breaking through to the next level. What you will need to be successful are the insights and strategies that will work for you. Hi, this is Clarence Caldwell. You know me from True Life Academy, a powerful podcast that is reaching millions of people around the world. What you may not know is that I've spent many years as an executive for some of the largest companies in the United States. Whether you're trying to break the $200,000 income barrier or just wanting a fulfilling career, our leadership mentor programs are just what you need. Visit me at ClarenceCaldwell.com or call us at 8883 090917. That's 8883 Your time is now. Let's break through to the next level of your career. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature. And happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, welcome back. We're here with Wendy Freer, and we are exploring ways to get to our higher self. And uh, Wendy, as an expert, is really going to help us get there. I mean, with the years of of study and practice uh, and helping others, uh, she's been able to to do this for so many people. And 
And I just want to learn from from you tonight, Wendy, and and I think our listeners will learn a lot as well. I may even use myself as as your guinea pig if you can coach me through a few things, uh, so that we can uh, we can share real life um, experiences on on how to really go through this and and get the most out of what you teach. Great, yeah, fantastic. Well, you know, one of the things that uh, that uh, you had um, described earlier was uh, this curiosity that you had and this awakening. And all it all boiled down to following that, following that curiosity and taking that journey. And, um, and so I, I, I think one of the things I got from this, from your, your comments earlier, were that not to be afraid to walk down that path. We don't know what's there, but walking down that path is a part of what we're meant to, to do. Is that right? Yeah, I really think so. And, you know, it's funny, Clarence, because, you know, it's not like I knew where I was going, Mm -hmm. but I certainly um, had the curiosity and sometimes the naive fearlessness to just keep walking. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like the, you know, it's like you walk and the stepping stone kind of meets your foot. So, (laughs) you know, so I didn't always have a plan. I did kind of go by the seat of my pants, but it brought me exactly where I need to be um, in a, in a career and in a life that I really enjoy because, you know, like I said, in sort of a naive way, I just kept walking. Yes. Yes. You know, one of the things that, that, that happens as you're walking, you experience um, different levels of emotion uh, and energy that can uh, move you in different directions. So let me just give you an example. As, as I was reading your bio and all these wonderful things about you, what emotions, what feelings, how did that make you feel? Oh, yeah. You know, t- um, listening to you read my bio today, um, I really did have a, a feeling of gratitude. There was a feeling of joy, a feeling of gratitude, a feeling of fullness. And I think it's it's mostly because um, I've felt the way I've touched people in the process of doing what I do but also the way people have touched me. Mm. You know, like you were saying um, at the beginning, you know, giving and receiving, like it's just, you know, different sides of the same coin. You can't give without receiving. Um, And there's so much you receive in the giving that it just, you know, again, there's this sense of fullness that comes with it. And so I had a real, I kind of had an appreciation for my own journey when you were reading what I do and who I am a little bit. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's, it's interesting you say that because, uh, you know, it might help uh, many of us if we would just take the time, if you don't already have one, write out a bio and uh, see all the things, see a part of your journey, not to dwell in the past, but just to appreciate and recognize the journey that you have taken and uh, see what emotion comes up for you, the accomplishments, the things that you've been able to do. It might lift you a little bit higher. It might give you a little bit uh, more impetus to keep moving forward. Um, I think that's, that, that's really good. I'd like that, that response, yeah. the fullness. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So one of the things that you do 
that I want to really get into um, is this thing about meditation. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about meditation because meditation uh, ha- has a lot of connotations for a lot yeah. of people. And so I want you to debunk some of the myths around it. I want you to tell us maybe how we can do it if we're not really used to doing it. And those who who may even know how or just not practicing it very much, maybe you have some tips for us as well. Yeah, totally. So first of all, I have to tell you, like talking about meditation is my favorite thing to do (laughs) besides besides meditating itself. So so this is a good topic for me. so let's see. Some of the things you asked about were why I love it. Did you ask me why I love meditation? Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what, what is it about? You know, Clarence, I was talking to you about that curious part that I have. And mm-hmm. the funny thing about meditation is it is never boring. My, you know, when people would think, oh, you just sit there, you know, you got your eyes closed, you got to sit still. Mm-hmm. You know, that's hard. You got to find time to sit still with your eyes closed and you have so many things to do. But you know what I have found with meditation is that every meditation is different. Every, you know, I might do the exact same meditation technique every single day to build that in my body of energy. But every experience that I have every day, it's different. So I never get bored. Like, I never get bored. It really just sparks my curiosity as to what I'm going to experience. You know, what's the most I'm going to get out of my meditation today? That's usually how I sit down. Like, so when I sit, I light a candle, I close my eyes, and I kind of wonder, what's the most that I can get out of this meditation today? And it's really a beautiful feeling to to be open to that. And the other thing is, you know, I kind of like a challenge. And, you know, meditation is not meant to be difficult. Uh But at the same time, there's a little something that you have to do to get it to work well. And so I kind of like that uh, sense of challenge that comes with um, having the greatest meditation I could possibly have today. Mm. Mm. And so, yeah. Uh-huh. To me, it's to me, it's um, you know, it's a fun game. It's a fun thing to sit and experience. You know, I do a, a energy based meditation, so I get to feel what's happening in my own energy, which is always amazing to feel the different the different things that are happening in my energy. Yep. It's really raised my level of awareness of um, my own energy and how my energy kind of configures itself, how my energy responds and reacts to different things. So, yeah, it's just it's it's not boring. And I really don't think, you know, for me, meditation is just not it's not just about relaxation. Gosh. It really is about um, honing some skills that I could use in my daily life. You know, that's very insightful that you talk about um, even before you start that you have this question about uh, what what's the most, uh, you know, that you're going to get out of it today. Uh, and and just that question alone, Wendy, makes me uh, think about the fact that you are going into it with a, a real clear intention an intention of getting something out of it. And, you know, whatever it is, you're open to it. But the fact that you 
have the intention to start with is very, very powerful. <laughs> you know what's really funny is I, I do go in wondering what's the most I gonna I'm gonna get out of my meditation. I do I never know what that's going to be. But but a really funny thing, um I have a, a meditation teacher and he says, um he said, you know, meditation is not just about doing time. You know, it's not <laughs> like I sit here for an hour and, you know, kind of torture myself through the meditation and sit for an hour so that I could say that I sat quietly for an hour. That's not what it's about for me. It really is the um, unfolding hmm. of different levels of consciousness. It's the um, it's seeing the blocks that might come up and knowing that those are things that I can work on. Um, it's being able to release and let go of nagging thoughts um, and it's, you know, of, you know, little aches or pains in the body. And finally, I always get to a point, and even if it just lasts for a short time, there's always a point where I feel completely held in my meditation. Everything drops away. There's a massive relief that goes through my whole system. And I feel like I'm being meditated. I'm really not doing anything except being and allowing myself to be meditated. And that's why I say it's like the challenge is to go through the chatting of the mind and, you know, having a system or a technique that works for you. But the reality is it's not supposed to be difficult. There's a, there's a very natural inward momentum, like an inward internalization that's really natural to human consciousness. Like consciousness wants to go into itself. And so I sit and at some point I let go enough that I could just let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. So it takes practice to get to that to that level of, of mastery, I guess, in, in terms of meditation. Maybe it's, maybe it's a, a long process or you can get there pretty quickly. What do you think? Uh, I think it depends on the day, honestly. Ah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it depends on the willingness to let go. I think it depends on the ability to trust. Mm -hmm. I think it depends on the wanting to open. I'm sure some people could sit and, and move into a meditation space instantaneously, like children. There is no problem for children. They sit down, they're in, they're in the space of the third eye. They're, they're in a space of meditation. They're hardly, no effort at all. And then there's people who have, you know, lived a full life and have an administrative character that has things to do and, and things to check off the list. And it may take a little bit longer for that person. Right. But I think it really varies. And I would say even for myself, there's some days where it's effortless. I sit, the space is there. I let it take me. I'm, I'm experiencing states of consciousness. I'm feeling held. I'm being meditated. And then there's other days where it's like, oh, my goodness, like that's a lot of thinking I just did. Right. <laughs> well, we're going to take another quick break. But when we get back, I want to uh, talk to you about how to apply this and, and maybe other parts of our lives, uh, the space that we live in and, the, and the, the work that we do and those things. So we'll be right back with Wendy right after this.
Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Wendy, when we were talking, you you made a comment about something I had to write down, and, and you called it energy-based meditation. So is there is there a different type other than energy-based meditation you can tell us about? Yeah, so, you know, um, Clarence, when I talk about meditation, you know, there's so many types of meditation, and people ask me a lot, well, you know, what's the difference? So I've learned to really simplify. So basically, I put meditation into one of two categories. It's either a mind-based meditation, where you use the mind to quiet the mind. So those are things like when people do mantras, Um, Those kind of meditations where you're using your mind, you're saying, you know, words or a mantra over and over again Mm -hmm. to try and get the mind to quiet itself. And then there's an energy based meditation, which is about um, resting on something other than the mind. So instead of using your mind to quiet the mind, you don't engage the mind at all. You allow yourself to go into a sense of feeling. So it's very, it's it's a beautiful thing because um, in our energy, there are sensations like vibration and inner light or or colors or inner sound. And those are those can lead us 
to the highest part of ourselves. Those qualities, the vibration, the light, the color, the sound, they have their own internalizing movement. They hold that momentum of internalization. Mm -hmm. And so in an energy-based meditation, you really allow yourself to feel sensations in and around the body. And a lot of times those sensations, like say the vibration or the light, they bring you to great states of joy, expansiveness. Uh, like you can really feel a sense of well-being. And that's, I think that's what I try to get across when I say like sometimes I just feel like I'm being meditated. It's like I'm sitting in a, in a sensation of well-being which with a mind-based meditation, that's probably not going to happen the same because in a mind-based meditation, they're trying to get away from the body. And I'm saying, no, you know, in an energy-based meditation, really engage the sensations that are in the body and around the body. And that's going to internalize you enough to bring you to a state of being or beingness where you're really um, feeling your own quality of consciousness. So it's all very feeling-based. And I find that to be much easier only because when I engage my mind, it's very difficult for me to engage my mind in a way where I'm you know, doing a mantra or using my mind to try and quiet my mind. Because once I start once I click on that mind, like it also wants to tell me about my to-do list and it wants to tell me about all the things I should be doing and how I forgot. And, you know, so it's like there, it's difficult for me to um, discern the using the mind to quiet the mind where yeah. it's really clear with an energy based meditation. If I'm not feeling, I'm thinking. And so it's really easy to go like, oh my gosh, I, I went back into my thinking mind. Where is that feeling? You know, where is that feeling that I could rest on, that feeling that brings well-being? And so it's a really easy way to kind of come back to my center each time I go off, you know, because meditation is just that. You want to have a technique only because if the mind gets in the way, you want to know what to do next. And so... Um, when, when I'm meditating and my mind starts to engage again, it's really easy for me to notice it because I have stopped feeling. And so I just have to go back to the center and start feeling again. And I drop back into a deep meditation space, um, effortlessly. Mm. Um, and that's, I really think that is the process of meditation is catching thoughts earlier and earlier and earlier and going back to your center. Yes. Yes. Now, this this uh, the I, I'll call it the need um, or the drive to meditate. Um, you know, when I think about it, I think about some of the things that are that are uh, keeping me from being, let's say, my best self or my higher self mm -hmm. or being the way you put it. Um, mm -hmm. Things that are blocking me, whether it's in my career, you know, my business. Uh, or, or my health or other areas. There are things that are, that are blocking me. And I know that meditation will help me remove those blocks. Can you describe that linkage for me between things that are, that are in our way of, of becoming our true self and, and how we remove those blocks through meditation? 
Yeah, where there's yeah, I guess there's a couple ways to look at that, but um, you know, a lot of those blocks are simply distractions or interference to the higher, you know, the higher parts of ourself. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like because meditation teaches you how to regain that center. It's something that you can use in life too, you know, where there's lots of distractions in life. Oh my gosh, and in the 21st century, it's crazy. We have so many interesting things to do. Um, And, you know, using this technique of coming back to the center, coming back to your breath, coming back to the sensations or the light that's in your own body of energy really is a a valuable tool. Um, And there's also tools that are meditation based Mm. that um, can help in your meditation process. So there's a tool, it's called inner, well, you know, there's some techniques, they're called inner space techniques. And these techniques are designed to help you source back to what's creating these interferences. What's, um, why is the mind wanting to engage and chat with you at times when you're trying to sit quietly? Mm-hmm. And the technique, it is a meditation-based technique. And what you're doing is you're sourcing because behind every thought, there's some sort of um, impulse, you know, like, uh, you know, like, let's say, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, you're an entrepreneur, you know, where we've got a lot to do. Um, but you want to be able to recognize what's driving that doing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, when you see that, when you can really see what's at the source of the drive Mm -hmm. or what's at the source of the interference, it's much easier to let go of it in your meditation. It's almost like, you know, sometimes people need to know why they're doing what they're doing before they can stop doing it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes with thoughts that interfere in meditation or with challenges that come up in our lives, it's good to see what's at the source of it. There's a thing, um, it's a Sanskrit word, it's called samskara. And it's the scars or the, or the traumas that happen in life that then repeat themselves over and over and over. And when you start to decharge these things, your meditation gets much quieter. Your life gets a bit more even-tempered. And the challenges don't hit so hard. I'm not saying that challenges don't happen. What I'm saying is that there's a, a much easier way to navigate the challenges when you've recognized that the source of these probably have nothing to do with what happened right now, but may actually be seated in an earlier time in life. And the inner space techniques, there's a, it's called inner space interactive sourcing, where you actually experience where some of these, where the seed is of some of these traumas or some of these disturbances in the energy that then kick up and act up in our life and act up in our meditation. So meditation can be a way to actually reduce our reactivity to life, reduce our reactivity to events and circumstances. And like, 
I don't really know anything more exciting than that. Like I can, I can, you know, I can transform my life through meditation and these meditation based techniques. So like I, as an entrepreneur, I go out in the world, I see people, I see other entrepreneurs and I see like, it's not easy. You know, the world is, the world is a busy place. It's not always easy. You know, you go out and it's like, holy cow, like, and I come home every day and I go, I am so grateful that I have the tools that I have mm -hmm. to bring myself back to center, to kind of hit the reset button, to reconnect with myself quickly and easily so that then I could go back out in the world again and do what I need to do. Yes, yes. That's a, that's a secret weapon. <laughs> actually it is a secret weapon and it's funny because some of my friends know I have this weapon and so they'll often come to me and you know like I see like I said a lot of my friends are entrepreneurs and like I see them and I go oh my god you know you're doing great I you know I looked at your website or I or I listened to your you know your talk that you gave or you know and they go Oh God, I need your help so bad. I'm <laughs> exhausted. I'm totally stressed out. I, I, I don't know. How, I don't know how to do this. I can't keep going on. And I'm like, Oh, wait, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. We got to take care of that. Like you're not going to be able to keep producing right. if you don't take these moments to reset and recenter and get back to yourself, you know, and they know that I have the techniques. They know that this is what I do because they see me all the time. And there's a certain, um, evenness you know, that I carry. And so, um, you know, sometimes the outside isn't always the same as the inside. And so the secret weapon is, is no longer a secret when it comes to some of the people that I, um, that I hang around with. So, yeah. They, right. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. You know, uh, it, when we, uh, when we come back from the next break, I'd like for this last segment, I'd like for you to give us uh, possibly some some tips, if you will. Maybe that's the wrong word to use, but how we can really get started in doing that. Now, you along this conversation, you've already talked about paying attention to our breath and, and things like that. But if, if there's an easy way, or maybe there's some way we can work with you directly to, mm -hmm. to find out how to uh, really take this journey for ourselves. I'd like for people to know how to get to get a hold of you, how to reach you, how to get that information. So that's okay. We'll do that when we come back from the break. Yeah, great. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right, everyone. We're here with Wendy Freer, and she is helping us reach our higher self through meditation. And we'll be back right after these messages. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years. 
and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. So, Wendy, one of the things that when we uh, talked uh, even prior to tonight or this morning, uh, we had talked, to, you had said something that I wrote down, it was a quote, and I, I try to live by this now because it is so very important. And it is, uh, you said at that time, every good business plan needs a stress plan as well. Yeah. And I loved that because just that, that uh, story you were describing of, of, of a friend who's an entrepreneur who's just stressed out, even though on the outside everything looked like it was just wonderful. Yeah. Um, their business plan obviously didn't have a stress plan associated with it as well. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So I love that quote. Uh, thank you for that. That's helping me every day. Um, uh, so as we move forward, um, I want to make sure people know how to get a hold of you, uh, how to reach you, how to work with you, if that's the case. Do you have any way of us reaching you? Yes. So um, I have a website, and it's wendyfreer.com, but I spell Wendy funny. So it's W E N N. D-I-F-R-E-E-R. So it's wendyfreer.com. You can also find it if you put in engagetheflow.com. And that's how you can find me online. Um, And my, you know, people can email me or find my phone number on my website. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, the, uh, The other thing that I remember us talking about was was uh, the physical space that people live in and how sometimes you actually go and visit their space and, and, uh, and kind of read what's going on there. Is that, is that still part of your work? Yeah, totally. Um, and that's called space clearing, Clarence. And what I do is I go into homes, businesses, and um, I actually, in any building, there are imprints or 
energetic memories that are left in a building. And that sounds super weird, but think about it. If you've ever walked into a room where two people have just had an argument, you can feel that. Mm. And, you know, people even say, whoa, you could cut the tension with a knife. (laughs) That's not uncommon. And those imprints or those memories get they're They're in the house or they're in the in the office building. And what I do is I go in and i I move those. I create uh, through vibration and sound, um, I can actually clear out those limiting belief systems or mm-hmm. those um, damaging um, imprints. Mm-hmm. and it's it's like a a very deep energetic cleaning of a home so that it, it kind of comes back to a state of integrity and vibrancy and life and it's way more supportive for the people who live there wow yeah and it's really fun and it's such a beautiful ceremony i use flowers and i use cloths that have been made in Bali and I use Balinese bells. The, uh, I have a bell that's very similar to the bell that the Balinese priests use in the temples in Bali. And the, the, the ceremony itself is gorgeous and the results are, can be really profound for the, um, for the people who live or work there. Oh, that sounds wonderful. And, and that sounds like it's well beyond the uh, what did they call it? Feng Feng Shui. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a branch of Feng Shui that deals with the underlying energy. Because uh-huh. in Feng Shui, basically, you know, Westerners with Feng Shui, they just you know place different things, whether it's color or objects or whatever. Right. Um, but the Feng Shui masters knew that none of that stuff would work if they didn't get the underlying energy right. So my job is to go in and work on the underlying energy. And then if the people want to do feng shui, I mean, I was also certified in feng shui, but I found that things didn't work as well if the energy was bad. I see. see. So um, this is a branch of, this is kind of considered a branch of feng shui, but it's more like what the feng shui masters did and what they knew about energy. Yes. Yes, it's not just moving furniture around. Then. No, <laughs> I don't move any furniture. And, uh, yeah, no, none, okay. none of that. <laughs> oh, great. It's a well, lot know, of energy, though, I'll tell you. I, yeah. I've moved stuff out of houses that, whew. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet you could write a book. <laughs> like, oh, you know, I probably could write a book. <laughs> uh, we got to think of a good name for that. Um, uh, but, you know, while, while we're here, there, one of the things that, that you, that comes to mind for me, and I don't know how much you buy into this or not, but I believe that, and obviously you know that there's energy beyond what the five senses mm-hmm. can pick up: our eyes, our ears, or you know, touch, taste, smell, etc. There's a world, a universe that's beyond those five senses, and if anyone doesn't believe that, then you're literally asleep you really need to understand there's a there's a there's a world there and and it's proven to us every day we can only hear a certain frequency range we can only see so far uh, certain colors uh, of the spectrum so there is a universe a world of energy that's beyond us and uh, what I'm picking up from talking with you Wendy is that one way to get connected to that is through what we've been talking about to tonight 
this uh, meditation is one way to really start tapping into that universal, infinite intelligence, if you will. Absolutely. I, I agree completely with that, Clarence. Um, and particularly, you know, the kind of meditation I teach is called um, Awakening the Third Eye. Ah, yes. Yeah, and it's really by cultivating that energy center, you know, the, the third eye. It's by cultivating that, that you really do build your intuition and your connectedness to energies that are in and around you in your environment, Um and like you said, universe, there's universal principles that you connect to by cultivating this energetic organ of perception, which we call the third eye. Mm-hmm. And that's, the, that's one of the reasons why I love teaching the Awakening the Third Eye workshop. And, and I do that pretty regularly. Um, mostly I do that in Southern California, but I've also taught you know workshops um, in Northern California and in New Orleans and pretty much wherever people ask me to go. Right. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's the thing that's so cool, Clarence, is that the techniques are completely simple. Mm-hmm. The techniques for awakening the third eye meditation are completely simple, and I have never had one person walk out of a workshop not having some sort of personal experience based around the third eye. And, you know, a lot of, and the, I think the reason is, is that it's such a familiar thing to us. People go through the space of the third eye every time they fall asleep. You know, as you're falling asleep, there's like, okay, so first maybe you're thinking and then you're lying there. And then something gets a little bit heavy, like your energy sort of drops a bit. And then it gets a little bit darker and boom, you're unconscious. Well, the third eye is that dark, purpley space. Mm. So it's also the space we were in in the womb. And so it's really familiar to people. And it's funny because a lot of times in my workshops, someone will say to me, no, I don't feel vibration or I don't feel light or, you know, because I have them feel, not see light. I ask them to feel for it. Mm-hmm. And then, at, you know, later in the workshop, they'll say something and I'll go, oh, well, that's, that's vibration. Oh, that's vibration. I feel that all the time. (laughs) Exactly. I'm not giving you a third eye. You already have one. I'm just bringing it back into your awareness. You know what I mean? So it's, it's so much fun for me because it's such a natural state and people get it. And so they walk out feeling like, oh, my gosh, I've been reconnected to a part of myself that was there, but I just never noticed it. Right. right. And it's 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 I, I, you know, I everything I do is my favorite thing. But teaching the meditation workshops are my favorite thing. (laughs) Ah. Oh, interesting. Uh, You know, that that it really goes along with the awakening, you know, awakening to that third eye. I mean, literally seeing now through another eye. That's great. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And you talk about your work. Go ahead, please. um, You know, and because, um, you know, the workshops are, you know, they're basically two-day workshops that I do. But I've also, you know, so many people have said I would love to come. I can't, you know, two days. It's hard, blah, blah. So I've actually designed an online course, too, which is a really, um, it's a really beautiful introduction to meditation 
And it's also really, really useful for, for people who want to meditate, but just haven't gotten into the routine of meditating regularly, or people who just need to kind of boost their meditation practice a little bit. And actually, um, I have a special for your, uh, for your listeners, if they want to get in on, on the online program, I've created a discounted price um, for people who listen to the to the program. Fantastic. I appreciate that. Um, our, our listeners always love to get a discount or a break, yeah. uh, but this isn't about saving money. This is about saving your life in some cases. Uh, mm-hmm. This workshop, this uh, program that you have, it's a eight-week program. Is that correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's eight-week online. Right. Um, you have provided me with the link to that, so I'm going to send it out. Uh, it'll be on my website. It'll be on my Facebook. I'll tweet it out. It's going to be <laughs> everywhere so people can gain access to this uh, wonderful, wonderful program that really walks you through. Whether you're a beginner or you just need to up-level your meditation game, um, I think Wendy is the right person that will help you do that and allow you to do that uh, in, in the best way possible. So thank you for that, Wendy, very much. Yeah, you're welcome. You know, I really <laughs> want to pass the space that, you know, meditation's not a chore, <laughs> it, sh- it shouldn't be put at the bottom of your to-do list when you get a chance to. Meditation is the thing that could change the, the fabric and the flavor of your entire day. Fantastic. Your entire life, right? Yes, absolutely. In business, in health, in finance, in career, in relationships, it, it truly, truly can make a difference. Yeah. com. That's two N's in Wendy and two E's in Freer. So visit her. And, and uh, again, I will be sending out the link to her workshop, and you can uh, join that way. Wendy, it's been such a pleasure having you on this morning. I really, really appreciate your insights and the work that you do. Thank you so very much. Oh, thank you, Clarence. It's been my pleasure. Uh, all right, everyone. I'm, I'm jazzed. I'm ready to go meditate right now. So <laughs> that's what we have this week. It's what I know, and I'm sharing it with you. Thank you, everyone, for joining. I look forward to talking with you again next week. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.